As iron sharpens iron, darling, so it is one woman sharpen another. Welcome to the Woman Ride Podcast, hosted by Anainan Otterwell and Cynthia Lyon, building strong women of color, the cultivation of the mindset. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Woman Ride Podcast. I'm your co-host, Cynthia Lyon. Thank you guys for tuning in yet again to another episode. We are three episodes into the new year, 2022. We are so excited. We hope you guys are keeping well, keeping safe, and that you guys are working towards achieving all those goals and ticking down that list of your new new year resolutions. Anyway, we have so much to unpack on today's episode. We are really excited to be getting a bit personal, but Enenon Otterwell will introduce today's topic and what it's all about. Hey, everybody. I hope everyone is still doing well. Um, so on today's episode, we decided to get a bit more personal so that you guys can get to know us. So the topic that we'll be engaging on is Uh, the mistakes that we did last year in 2021 and how we're planning on implementing all those lessons in the current year. So I hope you guys will enjoy this episode. I think the first um, area that we can focus on is spirituality. Like, where did you feel like you went wrong? Are there any mistakes you made last year? And what are those lessons that you have learned and you want to implement in this year? So um, when it comes to my spirituality last year, obviously when the year started, I had my diaries and I was so ready to start off the year. I told myself that I want to grow my relationship with God and I want to pray more. I want to know the word more. But obviously, most of that did not happen. Firstly, I told myself that I want to start off with the Daniels first, which people usually do it. Uh, in the beginning of the year in January. So I did that for like, for like 10 days and then I stopped because I did not understand the purpose of me doing it. I did not see, like, I, I did not understand why I was doing it. So I thought maybe, okay, the, if, I'm, if I want to do this, then I need to know the reason why I'm doing it, not do it because everyone is doing it or the church is doing it or it's a normal church. So I told myself that, you know what, I'm going to get to know more about fasting. I want to read the word and understand why we have to fast. Uh, after that realization, I told myself, okay, I'm going to do this. That was last year. But I didn't do it. That was my mistake. But the lesson again that I got was that, okay, this year I'm going to get to it. I want to learn the word. I want to learn the purpose of fasting. And I'm, I'm actually starting to do that now. And I didn't do the Daniel first in January because I'm still trying to get to know it. Why do we have to do it? So are there any mistakes that you made when it comes to spirituality on your side? Yes, there are a couple of mistakes that I've made. But before I get into that, um, there's just something that you said that is powerful. And I feel like a lot of people need to hear it. Um, you mentioned that you don't know what's the whole purpose of fasting, why people partake in the Daniel's fast or any other fast for that matter, and you want to put in the effort to get to know the word more and what fasting is all about. And I believe that everybody should actually do that if spirituality is important to you because too many times we do things because the church is doing it. But then how is it important to you? How is it personal to you? How is it close to your heart? You know, other Mm. people could be doing the fast and they're excelling in it. And when I say excelling, I'm not talking about the fact that they're able to do the whole 21 days, for example. I just mean 
even in the two days, even in the five days, they're already way ahead than you are in your 15 days because Mm -hmm. they are spending time with God. They're actively engaging with the word throughout the day, throughout the fast. Because a fast is not just about going on some hunger strike. There's a difference between a fast and a hunger strike. And I believe that too many times, we find ourselves on the hunger strike side and we think we're fasting. If you're not actively engaging um, and meditating on the word of God throughout the day, even if you're at work, in the morning there's a scripture in your head, you're meditating on it every moment you get. You even have sticking notes, I mean, what is it? Sticker notes everywhere um, on your table at work, whatever. And you have the scripture, you have the scripture, you are praying during lunch, you're praying in the morning, you're praying when you're driving, you pray. Like you have to actively be in the word because during that time, you are starving the body to feed the soul. What are you Mm. feeding your soul if you're actually not feeding your soul the word of God? So too many times we just like, well, I'm not eating, so I'm fasting. Child, you're not fasting. You're on a hunger strike because you also don't know what fasting is. is. You don't know what it entails. You're not even praying during that time. You're not even reading the word during that time. So you're not bonding with the Lord during that time. So you are not fasting at all. So it's very important that we understand what it is, why we should do it. And another thing is, People feel as though once they miss the train of doing the Daniel's fast in January, like it's done with fasting for the rest of the year. Honey, at the end of the day, I want you to remember one thing. It is your relationship with God, not your relationship with God involving everybody else and the church. When you die, it's going to be you and him. You and I stand before him alone. Your friend is not going to be there. Your teacher's not going to be there. Your family's not going to be there. Acquaintances are not going to be there. So stop doing things because everybody else is doing it. You need to now do things that are important to you and your relationship with God. What is God speaking to you currently? Is he saying go on a fast? If he's saying go on a fast, then you better go on a fast. You know? Yeah. Even if the is not doing a fast now in Feb, it doesn't matter. It's all about Where are you in your relationship with God? Another thing is we also need to understand the level of the relationship we're having with God. If you are still at the starting phase, there are certain things you can't just dive into because you're still trying to understand God. You're still trying to know how to read the Bible. If you don't Mm. even know how to read the Bible, you're going to dive into fasting. It's like you're trying to eat a whole elephant at once. You don't even, you just got born again. Now you're jumping into a fast. You don't even know how to read the Bible. You don't even know how to pray yet. Like, it's going to feel like, oh, this is too much. What did I get myself into? So sometimes we need to understand that some people are like deep in their relationship with God, that they're now out here doing all these, I don't know, like big things. And you mm-hmm. still starting off, you're not ready. Remember, God also equips us for what he calls us to do. So don't now get into somebody else's shoes and try to follow somebody else's calling or purpose because they're doing it. That's their purpose. That's their calling. You stick to yours. So that's why I think to shut down all the other uh, voices and noises and remember that at the end of the day, it's going to be you before God, you alone. So mm-hmm. everything you do should be between you and God. If he's speaking to you now and he's saying, I want you to fast, then learn about fasting and get into it. 
you don't just always do things because everyone else is participating in those things because also that is how some people can be led astray the church now starts doing weird things and you're like well since the church is doing it i can do it too mm-hmm. remember yeah. that also it's also pastors these days get easily influenced by pop culture and all these things so don't just jump into trends because church is doing it um my mistake was that i was very close to the lord once so my relationship with him was was going well and then i just let life get in the way it is all my fault because obviously he's always there for me he's always waiting for me to just come back to the altar and what happened is i let life get in the way I let distractions get in the way of my relationship with him. And I started prioritizing other things above him, which is wrong. But those are the things that I did. And then I just stopped meditating on the word. I stopped reading the word because I'd always do it every night. I'd always have like, I'd always meditate on the scripture every night, do Bible study every night. And then I just stopped doing those things. Maybe I ended up like doing it once in a week. And then I was not doing it at all. And then when life became tough for me, that's when I just even went further away from him because I felt as though he was not listening to me. He was not on my side. He's, he's not doing anything to stop the things that are happening. And mm-hmm. because I was feeling that way, I just moved even further away from the word and from him because of how I was feeling towards him. But mm-hmm. he's God. There's no other one like him. So eventually my spirit was like, child, there's a huge void. And this void can only be filled by the Holy Spirit. And you know it because you have experienced God before in your life. You need to go back to the altar. You need to go back to God. And you need to mend your relationship because no human, no goal, no accomplishments, nothing will ever fill that void. It is a spiritual void. And this one can only be filled by the spirit man himself, God, the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, this year I'm getting back to it. Um so far this week, everything is going well. I've been doing Bible study every night. So it's just a thing of I need to get back into the groove, into like not groove, groove, but <laughs> <laughs> I get you. <laughs> yeah, I need to get my mojo back into the yeah. word. Most importantly, I don't want to have a relationship with God like I used to. I want to have a new relationship with God. Okay, so the second factor that we're going to get into is physical health. Do you think you made any mistakes with your health last year? Um, no. No, because uh, last year I joined the gym. Um, I was consistent in going to the gym. I really enjoyed that time, honestly speaking. Um, But I think, yes, I did make a mistake because I sort of delayed going to the gym, you know? So I only did that, like, when I was really not in a good place mentally. That's when I realized I need the gym. Because remember, guys, the gym is not only about your physical health. It does so much more for your mental health. And that is the thing that some people don't know. They're like, no, gym, it's tiring. It's going to be painful. But they don't know that it's actually all a mental game. 
it's trying to push you beyond your limits. When you get a trainer and he's telling you, keep going, 50 squats. And you're like, I can't do it anymore. He's going to keep pushing you until you get to 50 squats. And you're going to be like, damn, I actually didn't know I would, I would be able to get to 50 squats. And then he's like, I knew you can. All you need in life sometimes is someone to be aggressive and push you a little more. So that's the mm-hmm. whole thing about it. it tries to push you beyond your limits so that you can apply that in real life too. When you go back and you work on that project, Give it your all. Think about that trainer that keeps saying, keep on going. You're not done yet. So people don't get also a mental game as much as it's helping you physically. People just think it's only the physical part. They don't understand that this thing is is, is deep. There are people who go to the gym. I have a friend who goes to the gym to fight his demons. That's what he, he, how how he describes it actually. He says, you know, um, when he got frustrated, gets frustrated at work and stuff like that, he can't take out his anger there at, off, at the office. He can't beat up the manager. He, what you know, what all those things. So he then goes to the gym, and that's where he fights those frustrations and gets those frustrations out. So you see that it's a mental thing that he's now using yeah. it as a physical ex- exertion or something. So. Yeah, so I think my mistake was that I waited until I was not in a good place mentally that I had to go to the gym. I was supposed to like actually do it way before I even got to that place. Maybe I would have handled the situation better and I wouldn't have landed in that place mentally in the first place if I was very, I was consistent in the beginning. So I think that's my mistake. I started too late focusing on exercising. But anyway, I did jump onto gymming in the second half of the year. So, yeah, and then I I do eat healthy. I avoid a lot of junk also because I have sensitive skin. Like if I eat chocolate today, there's a chance that tomorrow I'm going to wake up with a breakout or in the next two days. So, yeah, so that's one of the things that suck about the fact that my skin is so sensitive is that I can't just eat anything. You know, I can't just indulge in junk as much as I want to because I'm going to have a breakout. Like that is guaranteed. But also I'm also glad that that is the case because it has made eating healthy and not for eating junk so easy because now I know hey go you don't want your skin to break out so stay away so now it's Mm. easy for me to walk past the chocolates the chocolate aisle and not take chocolates because I know what it's gonna do to me so I just walk past obviously once in a while I'm just like I don't care I really have not had chocolate in the longest time then let did this once, you know. Sometimes I do like that. Like you know, I haven't had chocolate. Even now, I haven't had chocolate in a in a while. But yeah, that's that's just that's just it. So I do eat healthy, and this year I want to focus more on learning uh more recipes and more healthy recipes also to basically mm-hmm. implement that in my my diet. But yeah, um, and I'm also exercising this year. I'm making sure that each week I get at least four exercises in. So four days a week, I need to make sure I have exercise. So yeah, so far it's going well. I am putting in the effort. I am being consistent. So yeah, it's good. What about you? Um, Okay. Oh, there's actually something that I found out just this week and it made me realize that if I actually, like, was consistent on gym last year, none of this would have happened because I joined gym last year, but I think I went twice. And when I started, I was so excited. But 
I guess I didn't know the purpose of me going there. Or, yeah, I guess that was the reason and I stopped. But I knew for a fact that, okay, I want to get healthy. But I was just not motivated enough to do it. But, like, and the other reason was that I wanted to get my body on shape. But I was like, you know what, this is so hard. I can't do it. And I'd rather just be the way that I am. So this really catched up with me right this weekend when I went to do my blast test and I realized that, oh no, it was actually the worst mistake that I've ever made because now my blood pressure is high because I was not eating healthy. I was not exercising. I was not doing a lot of things. So that actually gave me more motivation on changing my lifestyle this year when it comes to eating healthy and getting back to exercising so yeah now I just started with walking uphill but after the test I'm like okay now I really need to get more into exercising for real and like just walking uphill because it won't really help as much as like getting active active in exercising and the other mistake I made this one gives me sleepless nights I don't want to lie. You know, if you're a lady, if you're listening and you're a lady, please make sure that you do your pap smear. Because when you you have changes in your body and you just ignore them, I think, oh, in most cases when we ignore them, it's because we don't, we don't want to know the reason why these things are happening or we're afraid of finding out something or something wrong. So I actually ignored more, most of the red flags that were, help, that were happening in my body. And I've ignored them for a long time, even though Cynthia was telling me that, you know what, you should go get it checked up. Something is wrong. And I was just so scared. And then when I found out, it was actually too late. If I, Yeah, it was actually too late. If I went there earlier when I started telling Cynthia about those things and complained, it would have helped a lot. So now it was too late. And then now it's just too much for me to carry. But yeah, there's nothing I can change about that one. I just need to face the consequences. But when it comes to eating healthy and exercising, I will really make sure that I change that this year. So now we're going to dive deep into relationships. Um, For me, last year, the mistake that I made was that I let loneliness get into me. So I end up inviting the wrong people in my life which I hated so much, even now when I look back and I'm like, what was I doing with those people? But luckily, I I realized that mistake like last year and I made sure that I just like cut off all those people that I felt like I don't need in my life and they, they actually not bring me growth. And yeah, so this year... Yeah, I'm okay. I I made sure that I fall in love with myself. I'm okay with my company. Uh, I'm okay with being alone. So yeah, I started on a, on a clean slate. I'm okay with the relationship that I have now. So yeah, I'm not complaining. I think I've grown myself and groomed myself so well that uh, I I don't fall into the trap of being with the wrong people. Yeah. So on my side, um, I knew by the end of 2020 that in 2021, I, uh, I don't have any room for anything serious. I wasn't in a, in a place emotionally where I was willing to commit to a nigger 
dive deep in love with a nigga or just put everything on the table for a nigga. No. And I'm glad I stuck to that because I knew, <laughs> you know yourself, I knew myself and I knew that, nope, this is something I don't want to do because I am ready for that. I didn't trust the other gender, Shem. I did not trust the opposite gender one bit. So for me, it's just throw everything in. No. I was, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I know. And yeah, so that was that. Um, Yeah, I could say that I was a bit reluctant to fall in love or to allow myself to fall in love. Yeah, I definitely was reluctant to allow myself to fall in love. So I put up walls to protect myself. And trust me, those walls carried me throughout the whole year. So it's not a good thing. It's actually kind of toxic. But at the same time, it's also a good thing because it worked in my favor because I really didn't want to be like catching like that on those levels and being having attachment issues. Now I can't let people go now. I didn't want that. So I had to have those walls up to protect myself. So if somebody started acting shady and weird, it wasn't difficult for me to be like, hey, you know what? It's, it's, it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't scared of that. I, dude, for me, I really am not scared of being on my own. And I'm not. Because one thing is, I'm not going to be with you if you're going to stress me. What's the whole point? I'd rather be alone than to be with you and you're always stressing me. Nah, bye, fam. I don't have time for that. I really just, mm-mm. Uh, nah, nah. I got my girls. Yeah. We going <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to act shady, you want to be inconsistent, and you want to act all confused, please don't bring me into that. I know, yeah. One of the biggest mistakes that I've made was to wait on a nigga. <laughs> wait, wait, how? Waiting, hoping they will change or waiting for the right person? Waiting for this man to recognize and make the move. Mm. Okay. Was the, biggest, the biggest mistake. I could say because I waited. I, I've never been so patient with with a man before, and I oh my god, I waited and I was patient and I was, but all of that, yo, it actually it took me through a lot emotionally. I was just a a wreck sometimes because one minute I'm on a high, next I'm on a low, next I'm just mad at this whole situation. Next, you know what? I also do feel like this person was manipulative but not aggressively it was a gentle kind of manipulation because how like I'm not gonna fully blame the person because also I had a decision to just be like I'm out long time ago but then still the bond I had with this person made it so difficult for me to also just be like I'm out I just had so much hope I had so much hope and the bond just made it seem as though there is something to be hopeful for you know but then now I'm just looking at all of it and I'm like I can't believe I went through all of that I it was an emotional roller coaster there were there are times when I think about how I waited on this person and it makes me mad it makes me so mad that yes and then there's other times where I'm like hey you know what I don't even want to talk too much about this (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, anyway, that's in the past. Now, 
oh, now, Shami, you know what? The train has, it's not always going to be stationary. It has mm. to leave. So it's either you're there on time and you get in, or the train's just going to leave you. I'm not going to put everything on hold, waiting for you to recognize and make the move and secure me. If, mm. uh, yeah, 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 no, no. If you don't want to secure me, you don't want to secure me. Let's move. Okay, mistakes with me. Friendships, obviously, I didn't invite new people. I didn't make new friends. Yeah, because I'm I'm so closed off. And and I just don't want to bring anyone into my space. But yeah, with the friends that I have, actually one real friend that I have, the mistake that I made was that I could not know how to resolve most of our conflicts. Like I'm one person that when we fight, I think I actually do it even at home. When we fight, it just I just okay you, which is not okay. So yeah, this year I'm just planning on being more open and knowing how to deal with conflict very well and handle it like a, like a grown up, you know. So yeah, and I'm just so happy that my yeah my friend was like <laughs> was just good enough to bear with me and advise me to at least talk and speak up if there's something that I don't that I don't like. So yeah, I will I will work on that this year, definitely. Why do you, why do you think you why okay, why do you okay people? Why do you think is the problem? Or what do you think is the problem and why you just avoid conflict? The problem that I have is that, let me just say, I always feel like whenever we fight, then the friendship is going to end. So I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to fight too much to a point where we get to that conclusion. <laughs> okay, I feel like we're not good for each other, so we can't be friends anymore. So I'd rather just say, okay, so that like the fight doesn't become too hectic because I really don't want to experience losing a friend you know <laughs> more especially like you fight with the people that you love so they say so i don't want to get to it. like with the relationships i don't like, i don't mind you know we can fight if we break up i'm okay but with friendships it's more like me breaking up with my sister basically and i'm telling her that you know what i'm done with you i don't want to be with you anymore we can't be sisters anymore so it's way deeper you understand but also I understand that we, we we view things differently, and I always have to I, I have to speak up so you can hear my side, and you also have to speak up so we can get to the bottom of everything. Because if I just say okay, then the issue becomes unresolved, and then when we fight again, we bring up old stuff, and then it builds up to something huge. Yeah, because that actually is the main thing, um, and I think you guys should like take note, like. If you guys don't resolve a conflict, it remains unresolved. Next time, it's going to be brought up in conversation, whether you like it or not, because of the fact that we never solved it. Mm. So it's still a question mark. And it's going to continue being a question mark until we resolve. Okay, some things you guys can just move on past. Like you're like, ah, whatever, I've moved on. But some mm. things... 
trouble you that you can't move on from that next time there's an argument, it's still going to come back because it hurt the other person or it troubled the other person and it was never resolved. That's why it still comes back. I know the mm. Bible says that love keeps no record of us, And we're human. We're trying to not keep record. It's not like we sit down and like, Simply has done one, two, three, and you write everything down. That is crazy. But then if there are things that are left unresolved, it's going to always come back. Or if the same problem keeps happening, then it's going to be like, that's negative when you always have a problem with this thing. Every mm-hmm. time you always fight to me about this one thing, then that obviously also means that I keep doing this one thing that you always keep telling me to stop doing. That means I'm also not listening to you, whatever. But I do understand what you're saying about being scared of fighting too much because you're scared that it might lead, like lead to a friendship ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it depends. There are some friends that you can have a conflict with and you know that tomorrow they're still going to choose you. Like yeah. they understand, they've grown and matured enough to understand that this is a conflict, but the conflict is going to bring us closer tomorrow because you told me what you don't like and I'm going to try mm. to not do that again. And mm. then there are other friendships where you guys are hanging on a spider web. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys can just fall off anytime. So imagine you try and bring a whole conflict. <laughs> Boom. It's done. <laughs> I think it just depends on the friendship you have with those people because it's not on the same level with everybody. So yeah. sometimes it's it's not even sometimes it's not even a, man, a matter of the conflict. It's maybe how we approach the conflict. Because mm. we can have conflicts with all of our friends. But with certain friends we have to be way more gentle when we are addressing an issue because maybe they are overly sensitive. And then mm your friends like me who are sometimes like mother f's who can be like all thick scalp and whatever like you can bring me the situation raw you know mm-hmm. and unfocused i can take it but then there's some people just can't take it like that like you're gonna have to tone it down a bit and that's okay you just have to understand your friend or your friends because not all of them are the same yeah, my mistake. You know what? It's actually the same thing with you um, with regards to... You know what, Mina? I, I, I personally love networking, but it sounds like a lie because I'm not doing it. Mm. <laughs> I, Why? I'm not doing it. I sh- you know what? Actually, let me say this. I love selective networking. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm not just a network with any Tom, Dick, and Harry. I wish, man... You, I must, there must be something in you that is attracting me to you that makes me want to know more about you. Then make, yeah. mm-hmm. So if I feel like what you're giving me is just, it's just dry, child, or you just want to out you, be out you, you always want to talk about alcohol, you want to talk about things that are just not interesting me, not, I'm just out. And sometimes yeah. I can see people from a distance that ah, this is this is their setup they always want to sit and smoke and get high then i just mm-hmm. stay away you know so mm-hmm. I, that's my thing i love networking with the right people not just with anybody not just with any group 
not just at any event. That's also another big thing. You're not going to find me at any event. Um, mm. No, no, no. There are certain places I will go and there are certain places where I'm like, this is not my scene and I don't want it to be my scene. Or there's a certain life that I'm trying to create for myself and certain surroundings and areas do not support that kind of woman that I'm trying to be or do not support mm. that kind of life that I'm trying to live. And I just like, nah, this is not my scene. I'm not going there. Other people won't understand, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, you've been such a young man, whatever." I'm young, but my definition of fun doesn't have to be exactly the same as yours. Um, I'd like to have a uh, more acquaintances and close acquaintances. I'm not gonna jump straight into friendship because, hey, hey, that takes I, I, time. I, it takes time and. The friends that I have are quality. Oh my gosh, mama. They are <laughs> caliber. Now, if I'm bringing someone in, already they have friends that have set the bar. Hmm. So that's why it's been difficult for me to make new friends because my friends have set the bar. So if I sing, I'd say, hey, you shady, out. <laughs> no, like, I'm not even going to not even gonna give you a chance yeah yeah okay so when it comes to finances are there any mistakes that you made um i would save and then at the end of the month i would be like oh well it was a good month i was able to save this much now let's go chow it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were saving for the month actually <laughs> I was saving to go chow it obviously but mm-hmm. at the end of the day you save money to use it right but I was not using it to I was not using it for the right things and I was not using it for something that might possibly bring me more money mm. um uh, um yeah, I wasn't saving it for the things that I actually wanted to do at the end because now we wanted to do a girls' trip with my friends. When that time came, now December, and then <laughs> none of us have saved. <laughs> and it has been a conversation that we should do it. Yeah, in, year out, we have the same conversation. Come December, nothing is happening. That clearly means I'm serious about this. Oh, actually, yeah. you know what? It's not even the answer. It's for money to fall from the sky. We don't want to use our own money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's the problem. It would just be like saving, but I wouldn't have an, an idea of what am I saving towards. And therefore, mm-hmm. it was easy for me to then be like, oh, okay, the month has ended. Let's chow it. Hmm. So I believe that this year, if I have a, a, a set goal of what am I saving towards, then it's easier for me to put it away because I'm not just putting it away for the sake of putting it away. I'm putting it away because this has a title on it, saving for this. This project number two, saving for that. Item number three, saving. Like there's just a clear goal of what am I saving towards. But if you're just saving for the sake of it's the same thing as fasting for the sake of. You don't know why you're doing it. Eventually, mm-hmm. you're just going to tap out. This time, I'm even more disciplined. 
even when I'm buying groceries, I'm like looking for things that are the cheaper option, the cheaper brand. Um, okay, not everything. Some things I am brand, like I am brand loyal. Like I'm going to stick to that brand. I don't care if it's costly because I'm not willing to just choose any Tom, Dick and Harry. Even like me, for example, with skin products, I'm not now going to go and buy like the cheap ones because I'm trying to save money. I'm going to buy the expensive one that I know has helped me before. Mm. So I know it's good for what it does. It might be costly, but it's a skin investment. So there are certain things where I feel like, no, this is worth it. This has this product has been treating me well. I'm going to choose it even if it's costly. Then there are other things where instead of buying clover milk because it's expensive, let me buy yeah. Woolies milk. I could be saving 20 rand, a whole 20 rand, and I'm still getting the six-pack milk. Mm-hmm. So do you see that sometimes you just got to, you just got to compare things, man. And be like, you know what? I'm still eating the same thing. I'm still at the end of the day. But am I, for example, am I going to buy pie here? Or am I going to buy pie there? Am mm-hmm. I going to buy Kellogg's cornflakes? Or am I going to buy Bokomo cornflakes? Mm-hmm. It's about brand. At some time, most of these things actually is about the brand. Are you going to buy Nike or are you going to buy Adidas? It's literally yeah. about a matter, of, it's a matter of which brand you like. So sometimes it doesn't really matter about the brand. It's about, I'm trying to cut down on cost, child. So where can I cut? So this year, I am I'm really more strict with my finances because I already know the things that I'm trying to save towards. So it's so much easier for me to be disciplined in not buying unnecessary food, junk, or all these other things. Yeah, and mm-hmm. what about you? Mistakes from last year, lessons? Um, okay, with me, I can say I made mistakes because I think most people confuse my discipline as being stingy. So I don't really make like bad financial decisions or mistakes. When I can say that, obviously, you can, you can't save what you don't have. So if you're getting this much and then this much is supposed to cover whatever, whatever for the month and then it's done then there's no way I can be saying I want to save. You understand? But yeah, now that you're talking about comparing things and actually going for the cheaper ones, that's one thing I'm going to do this year because obviously even if I'm going to buy groceries, then I'll have to compare so that I can be left with something to put on my savings. But Mm. honestly, I can't say I made any mistakes. With saving, I tried saving as much as I could and I used the money that... I saved to do whatever that I had planned to do at the end of the year. And also this year, I want to be more responsible financially in terms of like be, be responsible in a sense that uh, I'm looking into the future now mm-hmm. and thinking ahead when it comes to um, paying for life covers, funeral covers, like helping out at home medical. as much as I can yeah and medical aid like all those things so yeah those are the things that I'm I'm gonna do oh I've actually started doing this year but yeah I'm just hoping that God brings more sources of income or helps me get more sources of income so I can 
do whatever that I'm planning to do. Obviously, we do have plans that the the money's not there, so you just need to get more income so you can do whatever that you plan to do. Okay, one thing I can say is that I really hope we stick to the plan that we have for this year so that next year or like sometime this year when we have our coffee date again, we can see all the changes. We can see the progress. And now we'll be having a whole different conversation. And like still starting our fresh and be like, oh, I said I want to grow my relationship with God. And then now when we're talking about the Bible, like it's still dark financially <laughs> we can't even go out on a date i'll still be complaining that my finances are down like you 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 can tell that actually we were just talking but nothing changed so i really hope yeah. that with all with this this episode will be planted on the platform and it will always give us a reminder when we listen to it that okay this is what i had planned to do and i still want to stick to this Whatever it is, if you don't want to be in the same situation in the next six months, then you better do something now, today, to change that. If you don't want to be in the same place, same space, same whatever, next year, this time, then do something now actively to make sure you change the situation for yourself. I'm going to just leave it right there. If you want to be faithful in the little plans that you're making now, more will be given to you. If you are going to implement the things and the lessons and all of the things that we were talking about right now, then God is going to see that, okay, you're becoming a disciplined hand. Then let me bring this opportunity towards you. Okay, I see that you're starting to handle your finances better. Let me bring this to the table. We'd like to thank everyone that is continuously supporting us and we are so grateful for the positive feedback that we get from you guys. So please feel free to send us a DM on Instagram at women underscore right at women underscore right sharing your insights or comments about our episodes. And also, if you'd like to become a guest on one of our episodes tackling a topic of your choice that is in line with our vision and our mission, please feel free to send us a DM as well. Thank you guys for tuning in and we can't wait to have you on our next next one.